This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. And if you haven't gotten it, grab that app. You can take us everywhere that you go because you want to do that because we provide some amazing resources for you here on the Health and Wealth Show, courtesy of our rotating panel of experts. Today, ClearStep Financial is back in the building. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Good morning. I am excited to talk to you, uh, as always, because there were some things that I held throughout the week that I'm like, never mind. Don't bug them throughout the week. You could just talk to them about it. Because I know that while I was out, you guys did some, you did talk a bit about uh, Roth IRAs and such. And so mm-hmm. we're going to get into that more today. We so are. deep dive. Deep dive into Roth. We did and we are. Yes. Yes. You could never talk about Roths too much. <laughs> well, I think that it is one of those things that there's the high level information that you go, should I have one? Should I not? Um, but then once you have it, what do you do with it? You know, how does it affect you? Is it something that you just set it and forget it? Like all of the minutia, mm-hmm. I think, is one of those things that you go, okay, well, when do I get to take the level 201 class? Because I did get the 101. <laughs> that's right. And either make the decision one way, one way or the other. Right. So that's always great. So it's appreciate you guys coming in today. Uh, before we get to the rest of the information, I want to remind everybody, securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA FSIPC and Excellent. you know how have things been going uh, with your setting up your virtual consultations now that everybody is probably really thinking about it because we are rolling into tax season yeah no we've had I mean we've been busy with mm-hmm. the with the virtual appointments with people and then there's been some people that want to meet in person mm-hmm. and either works for us I mean we're able to do either one but the virtual ones I mean for better or for worse over the last year we've gotten really good at those yes <laughs> so. which I the thing I I like about it because I did not think that I would like some of this virtual stuff but mm-hmm. the reason it has been useful for to, to me is that if you ask me a question about well what's this I can just go, well, hold on real quick. Let me go look in the basement, you know, kind of thing. Like, and I can just take you on my phone with me to the journey to my file cabinet (laughs) and go, I know I have that paper or here, let me go to another screen real quick on my table, you know, on my desktop and find it. We've all adjusted Mm -hmm. to uh, talking, well, either on the phone or doing uh, the virtual meetings. Right. Mm -hmm. We've really, all of us have kind of been pushed into that, even whether we wanted to or not. Right. Right. Agreed. Agreed. It's been good. It's been a good, uh, it's been a good shift. If there were any good things that came out of last year, I think that is one of them. Uh, for many people is that we we are able to adjust that can just be an option at least moving forward right Mm -hmm. because i have managed to get some things done that i would not have gotten done because i'm like well where am i going to fit it in if you add Mm -hmm. it in the travel time or did i need to get a Mm -hmm. sitter for my kiddo Mm -hmm. or anything like that then i'm like "Ah, i'm not really going to do it because i'm not going to use up sitter time Mm -hmm. yeah now i'm like okay well all you have to do is get on the phone Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. at least get it done or get it started Mm -hmm. yeah ask those questions so we do encourage all of our folks out there if you are looking for some information and some resources you guys offer that complimentary consultation yeah Mm -hmm. we do and a a number of people i mean we've had a nice flow of people continuing to reach out so i know there's a lot of people that have those questions and just it's such a fun experience to go through with people so we enjoy it people tend to seem like they enjoy right? it or they pretend right. really well that they're enjoying it. I'll so. be honest with you. I know a lot of regular human beings out there. They are not good actors. <laughs> Most people, they're either fantastic actors or they're really bad at it. So yeah. if they're enjoying it, they probably just look like good. they're enjoying it. Yeah. They probably genuinely are. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's it's Sometimes people just have some questions, but other times they really want help with a financial plan. 
Uh, how do I get there? How do I get to retirement? Do I have enough? Do I have enough to live throughout my whole life? Maybe you have a longevity. Yeah. Right. Uh, some people have, you know, you look at your parents and you say, wow, they live to 80, 90 year old. Some mm-hmm. are even living to age 100. In fact, the fastest growing population are those centenarians mm-hmm. that are reaching age 100. And so it's important mm-hmm. to make sure we plan. We right. plan for, uh, you know, some people think, oh, they're not going to live that long. Well, you may or may not. Sometimes life surprises you. Right. right. And I know we haven't talked about this in a while, but we have the complimentary consultation. Mm-hmm. But reminding people as they go forward, there are there's not like hidden fees. It's not like you're doing this. Hey, let's bait them in with this complimentary right. com- uh, complimentary mm-hmm. Uh, consultation, and then we're going to take all their money. That's not right. the scenario. Right. No, right. no, right. no. So, no, we, um, and that's a good point because I think that is something people have a question sometimes in the back of their mind. So, when I meet with people, and I know with you two, you do this too, Mom, but we explain to people how we're paid, and we're right. paid by the various companies that we work with. Um, we don't charge a set planning fee unless people are just coming to us where they just want some planning and they right. want to take it and go do it on their own. We can do that. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and you can just pay for that and leave. Right. But um, otherwise, most people that come to us, they want that coaching. They want that ongoing help and support and uh, and advice. And that's that's what we do with probably ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people mm-hmm. right. um, is we have that ongoing relationship as an advisor and as a fiduciary. And um, and it's wonderful and it's great. And people just like I said, they're just very, very pleased with you, sometimes you don't even know the questions to ask. Right. Or you don't even know what you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't know right. what we don't know. So when you sit down and you can see this whole world of opportunities and things and recommendations, it's it's a great feeling to know and have a plan. Right. Right. And it's it's not as easy as some people think. So. So when we meet with people, a lot of times people are really doing a good job with what they're doing, but then it's it's sometimes it's time to tweak a little bit here or there, or maybe even to shift into the mode of planning for that retirement. Right. So, and it's not as easy. You know, there's a lot of bells and whistles. There's a lot of things that are moving parts, so right. to speak, mm-hmm. that uh, we have to consider when we do that full plan. But we're here because we want to educate and teach people right. about money and finance. And, and that's our goal. And reminding us, like I remember all the time going, it's not always just one thing. So it's mm-hmm. not, okay, just put it in this bucket. I have to kind of juggle three buckets and you need to be maybe filling three buckets yeah. at the same yeah. time, possibly at different rates, Yeah, right. but filling those. And I, and I truly enjoy geeking out with you guys about, ooh, <laughs> I read this article, I read this article on Bitcoin, <laughs> Carla, I want to talk to you about Bitcoin. Um, so I get really oh, excited Shannon. about things like, I know, <laughs> well, it's like money, but a video game, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then we're talking about <laughs> NFTs, like new languages, like we have enough, like we're going to talk about Roth IRAs later today. Yeah. So that's enough alphabet soup. But then I add a new alphabet soup. I'm like, what is this new yeah, Bitcoin? What is this Bitcoin? You know, yeah. there's a lot of interest in it mm-hmm. uh, and i think for various reasons i think part of it and it's all different ages too and uh you, you know i i listen to a lot of different people out there right different people i follow and and so but so you you've got some people that are very traditionalists that don't know what to think about bitcoin right because it's this new cryptocurrency what is it based on is right. it too you know, is it just all gambling or right. what is it exactly? So there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think as time goes on, we're trying to figure it out. But I just pulled an article and constantly, you know, always reviewing articles. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because now Bitcoin is up to what, 61,000, I right. believe, per share. Uh, but about 80% of all existing Bitcoin investors plan to add more to their positions. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. In March, we're in the middle of March now. 
and in the crypto area. Um, also, uh, that there's signs that the Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Oh my goodness, I know, fever like, yeah. <laughs> is uh, raging out of control. Wow. But just 21 percent of the survey respondents say that they believe Bitcoin is currently in bubble territory. So okay. not many. People that are investing in it believe that it's in bubble territory. That's interesting because it dropped for like a minute because I had bought some. I told you. I already <laughs> warned you guys that I did this. Um, so I bought some. Not a lot. It's not like I had a lot of money. I basically like saved up on my wine budget for a month and then <laughs> bought this instead. I'm like, okay. And you. then yeah. it dropped a little bit. And I remember all the advice that you guys like mm-hmm. wait until it goes on sale. So it dropped mm-hmm. a little bit. So I put a little extra money oh. in it. And now it went back up and it's like, okay, good job. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting? I uh, was listening to uh, a a gentleman that uh, does a lot of investment advice, Mm -hmm. and he said, when you buy that stock, Mm -hmm. sit like an alligator and just wait. Uh You know how alligators are still and they wait, they wait, they Mm -hmm. wait, they wait, and then they take their moment. Yes. And they bite at that moment. Right. Mm. I was a good alligator. (laughs) Sounds like it. We all need to be amphibians. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I like the analogy. Yes. I felt like very apex at the moment. Very apex predator. Um, (laughs) But I mean, it, it is a matter of being able to have some quality uh, consultation, like talking to someone like the two of you that won't say, hey, you're doing something that's wackadoo, but will go, but shouldn't you focus on this other thing first? Like, why are you buying lottery tickets when you really should be putting money in your savings account or don't put it in your mattress, do these other things? (laughs) So it is good to have somebody that can talk you through that. And if for no other reason, it just puts you on like superstar celebrity status. So stop. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm sure, you know, we just this whole week we've been talking about Oprah and, and Megan and Harry. Do you think they don't have a financial advisor that can <laughs> tell them here's what you should do? Now, maybe it's on a different scale, but that's the mm-hmm. same point that it's good to have yeah. a resource yeah. and a instructor mm-hmm. that can help you go. Here's some good decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, people are looking. They're right. looking for advice and coaching. Right. And you guys do a fantastic job of coaching. So we will remind everybody to get a hold of you throughout the show, but they can for sure go to clearstepfinancial.com and set all that information. Now, back Mm -hmm. to what we're going to cover today. Now, why are we going to go back deep dive into Roth IRAs today? Yeah. So we had this we had this planned. And then when we were uh, talking with Sonny a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Sonny, good times. Hey, good times. Yes. Sonny, Sonny, what's up? She did well. Yes. Yes. I'm waiting for y'all to get to the meat. Enough of the dancing around <laughs> the subject. We're getting there. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. They just they told me we, we were going to deep dive into it. Yeah, I've been waiting. So right. she's got her pen and paper. Right, I do. she's I do. prepared. <laughs> she is prepared. I'm telling you, I take all this stuff home to my fiance. And you're here. That's great. You know, and when in doubt, you can just go. If he look, if you try to to relay it to him and he's not into it, then just replay the podcast and just give it, just hand, put it on your phone. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Subliminally oh. play the podcast <laughs> in the your room. Put phone on speaker. Right. And it's just Cassandra and Carla instructing you on what you should do with your investments. That is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're, we will be getting, we're getting to that, Sonny, here yes. as soon as we come back. But we did, we touched on it last time. So if you were here, if you were listening, Listening with us this last time with Sonny, um, we did. We 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 went into the Roth IRA realm for you know in and out of it for quite a bit of the show. Right. But this is specifically all a deep dive for us because they are they are such a, a great piece for people to have, and we're going to talk about the reasons why why we love them, why most people um, it's probably something you could do or look at doing. Um, and the first step with Roth IRAs is to first co- know your financial goals. You you've got to know. Uh, approximately the date, the age, 
that you want this pot of money, that you want to be either financial free or you want to work only part time at this point. You know, those are all important. You got to know what your uh, the amount of money you need uh, for financial independence. And then that could be even under fifty nine and a half. It doesn't mean you have to be a fifty nine and a half or sixty five when you get reach retire or reach of benefits to be able to draw on Social Security. So know your goals, know your financial goals. And then it's a matter of knowing how much you need to put away then monthly mm-hmm. and then committing to that, because so often people. People don't commit, but sometimes they don't commit because they don't know their goals. Right. And once they know what to reach out to, a lot of times then people say, oh, okay, now I understand why I shouldn't go out to eat every night. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and now I'm going to take this pot of money and I'm going to put it towards saving or investing. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Just always use the keyword health and wealth and you can find this episode and previous episodes because we're now going to uh, go into one of our favorite alphabet soup topics. That's right. Roth IRAs. Roth IRAs. So these aren't new. These have been around for quite some time now. About 1998. Mm-hmm. So that's that's around when they had they came out, and it was it, they, you know they had little traction I think early on, and it started out where you could put like two thousand dollars a year away. And okay. Now it's up to six thousand. Mm-hmm. So if you're fifty or if you're under fifty, I should say you can put six thousand away. Um, there are different stipulations with income. We'll kind of get into that. If you're over fifty, you can add an extra thousand. Okay. So um, that's kind of a little bit on the funding side of it. But why do we look at Roths from a tax standpoint? Well, in Roths, there's three different types of tax buckets Okay, for for our savings. We have our liquid money that uh, maybe we put in our savings account or maybe we put in a mutual fund or Mm -hmm. an investment that might be more conservative or moderate just for those things that we might need. It could be an emergency type of fund, uh, but you want some liquid money, three to six months of income or so that you want available to you, right? Okay. And that's taxable. So you get a 1099 every year on that. Uh, you have to pay your capital gain, short-term, long-term uh, interest on mm-hmm. that money. And that's normal. That's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to get a 1099 on your liquid money. So uh, that you don't want necessarily in any kind of tax shelter. You want to be able to have the availability to use it and have it there. And if you don't have that built up, that's a really important goal okay. is to make sure you have three to six months of income or more mm-hmm. uh, put in a savings account or Take half of that and put it in a conservative investment vehicle. Okay. Generate five, six, seven percent on it rather than letting it sit. I know people that uh, do have money sitting in their savings, but sometimes they have it sit there because they don't know what else to do with it, right? right. And they don't mm-hmm. want to lose it. So, what uh, counts as a conservative investment vehicle? Like, well, what for something just like generally. that? Yeah, okay. for something like that, usually it's either in your savings account, and mm-hmm. then we've talked about this too, where a lot of times an online savings can be a great vehicle if you're comfortable with that and mm-hmm. you. And you want it to find a little bit more interest. Again, interest rates are just extremely low right now. But in most savings accounts at banks, it's almost next to nothing. Right. And that's anytime, yes. not just right now. Um, on online savings, you can find at least half a percent in some out there. And okay. so, and that's where. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's nice to even, like, when I get a okay, sharp stick to the yeah. eye, that's exactly. my husband Exactly. When I look at my bank account and there's, like, a three cent deposit, I'm still like, oh, it's, it's three cent I got yeah. back. You know, right. I know it, it's, it doesn't seem like a lot, but right. I'm like, it's better than. But it's an I, important yeah. 
piece of your you're not, total you're picture. Not put, you don't have that money there hoping for 12%. Right. right? No. You just want exactly. it to be there. You're right. And if I, so. if I walked, I think of it this way. If I was walking through a parking lot and I saw a nickel on the ground, I would spend the time, I would take the time to bend yeah. over and pick the nickel yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain. Well, and that's <laughs> why. Exactly. Take it to the bank. Right. Yeah, take it to the bank. <laughs> yeah. And every penny does count. And those yeah. add up. The nickels, mm-hmm. the pennies, all that adds up. So, yeah. but it's important to have some liquid money. So that really is one of the first goals is to make sure that you have that liquid money. And then we have a middle uh, tax deferred category. Tax deferred is like when you invest in your 401ks. A lot of people have 401ks, 403bs mm-hmm. at work. Or if they have their own business, they might have a solo K. They might have a simple plan, a SEP, a SEP IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are all deferred. Pensions. So you, right. So you get a you get a tax break on the money you put in. So okay. let's say you put in 10000 this year. Well, that you don't have to pay taxes on because it's a pre-tax. You get a tax break on that. Okay. So it gets deducted from your gross income, which means you don't have to pay your federal or your state tax on that. So once you put it in there, great. But eventually you have to pay the piper, right? Right. So when you start taking that money, you can't take it to 59 and a half. When you mm-hmm. start taking your money at 59 and a half, that's when you pay or your fed- federal or yeah. later could be mm-hmm. 70, 72 is a required minimum distribution on monies that are in deferred of. Uh, categories, Mm -hmm. then you do pay your taxes, federal and state taxes at that time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's bucket two. So that's that's bucket bucket two. two. Okay. But we, we like to ask the question to people, do you think taxes are going up or down in the future? Mm -hmm. And all of us say up. Right. (laughs) I think one, I think, right. If you pay attention at all to what's anything going on in our country over the last, however many decades, right. All signs point to at some point like they're going to have up. to go up. They're, right, they, they have to go up. They're going to have to go up. Just right? to kind of rebound from some things we have going on now. That you just know, seems logical. And I have to just put in a little comment here, and this is what we talk about with people as well, that if we do change our monetary system, mm-hmm. we may in the future pay less taxes, but we won't know that. That'll be something that will uh, reveal itself probably in the next number of years. Here. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just there's things change, right? right. Tax, tax laws change. change. Right. So, but the bottom line is we don't know. Right. right? We don't have a crystal ball. So that's and why so we, planning that they may go up can benefit you, but can't hurt you. Basically, sure. is what you're saying, or at least well, not dramatically. Probably. It's, right. It's just it's kind of hedging your bets in a sense. Fair enough. Because most people, not everyone, but most people do have some kind of retirement plan through work, mm-hmm. um, and so you. Most people are doing some kind of investing that's already tax deferred. Right. So you've got that bucket where you're planning to pay the taxes in the future. So if they're lower, you have that bucket. And that's where the Roth comes in, in that third bucket. Right. Right. And we just want to make sure people are diversified. Part of having success in retirement when you finally do retire or whenever your financial independence date is, is diversify your taxes. Mm -hmm. Don't don't have it all in one bucket, tax bucket. Uh, You can be much more flexible when you take out your income from a tax bucket if one is deferred one is no tax, you can maintain yourself maybe under a certain uh, tax category limit where you pay your taxes, right? So it's important. Diversification is part of the keys of success in in retirement. Right. Well, unless you're retired, you may not know that um, based on your overall income that could impact your Social Security or portions of it being taxed. Right. That could impact what you pay for your Medicare supplements and things, which, by the way, we have a Medicare 
webinar coming up at the end of the month that we did want to mention to everyone. If anyone's interested in just getting more details and information on Medicare, that'll be March 30th in the evening. You can go to our website, ClearStep Financial, go to events, register for that if you're interested. Um, but that's just some Medicare information. But so, so many things in retirement can be impacted by what your overall income is. And at least at this point in time, they don't count the Roth. Okay. When, when you pull money out of your Roth, that doesn't count as income because it's not taxed in retirement right? right? when you pull it out. So it doesn't count against those things that could create you to potentially pay more or have more taxes taken out. So if you had a, a bucket that was your short term, but you expended, you, you had uh, uh, used all of that, like something really went wrong mm-hmm. and you needed to tap into your Roth, that may be a good secondary place mm-hmm. before you get to your regular ones is what you're saying. Right. If right. it was, if it was a, a, oh, an emergency. Yeah. Catastrophic. Yeah. Right. right. You mm-hmm. had a black swan event in your life. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Something happened. You're like, okay, I had to drain my savings. Things yeah. are complex. That's a good next step before you get to the, yeah. the, the other ones. Potentially, okay. because you are able to tap into your Roth um, on the principal. Right. You're able to tap into the principal of it before 59 and a half. Okay. We still, again, unless it's a catastrophic event, right, we encourage people not to because right. you want it to be there for the long term and have it compounding. Um, but you're right. There are, you have a little bit more flexibility with the Roth. Uh, than you do with the with the tax deferred buckets, right? right. And you don't want to you don't want to use the Roth as a put and take account, right? Right, where you put it in, you take it out, you <laughs> right, right. So because you really want it there long term, and we're going to talk about some um, numbers here. If you start saving in a Roth, uh, your possible outlook. Perfect. But we'll end up doing that. So we'll cover that when we get back. We can also take your calls. The number 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Health and Wealth Show with Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also, grab our app, our MyTalk 1071 app. Not only can you get all of your favorite MyTalk programs, you also can register for a chance to win. We have a great giveaway going on during the week. So check that out. Um, here today with our friends from Clear Step Financial, Cassandra and Carla, the fantastic mother-daughter team that is now helping you figure out <laughs> what you should do with your Roth IRA. Yes. And, you know, I wanted to go back just a second because we talked about if you were, I know a lot of our my talkers are the same boat as me where you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so bringing up that those buckets, mm-hmm. and I know that's a general answer, I mean, a general question and that we need to go into the minutia with our tax advisor. Mm-hmm. But when you're helping me figure out the overall plan, mm-hmm. How do you help me go, well, maybe you should keep this part in a, you said like an SEP or, or something SEP. like that? A SEP. So depending on, so if you're employed, mm-hmm. you may, your your company that you work for may have a retirement plan. It could be like a 401k is one of the most common, right? Mm-hmm. And if, but if you're with a smaller company, it might be a SEP. Right. Um, or a simple really is more common than the okay. SEPs are. But if you're self-employed, you do have other options also. You can set up a SEP or okay. a simple or a solo 401k. Okay. And so there are different types of plans and things that apply to people who are self-employed. And it just kind of depends on depends on your situation, right? right? And how much you're wanting to save and all, a number of different factors. But but there are there are some great opportunities to do that. And um, and if you have if, if you're in the right situation, you could do a solo 401k with a Roth bucket. Gotcha. OK. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So and then so let's say you are self-employed and you have these options or even if you're working for someone else, you have a 401k. So within your 401k, usually most companies do allow you to either put your money pre-tax yes. where you take the deduction or 
Roth. Mm-hmm. So again, well, we're seeing that more and more, right? right. I mean, you yeah. see it more and more you with, do. with people's Most companies. Do. A lot of them have the Roth bucket. Not and all I, of them, right. but but that's why we encourage people to check when we're going through the financial, the consultation with people. That's almost always one of the questions that comes up is, do you have a Roth you know, bucket in your 401k? Right. right. And the other reason why I'm glad that we we're talking about this and why, why you are, uh, I appreciate you being part of the Health and Wealth Show is, I remember getting that question when I still worked for a company. And not really understanding yeah, and just right. picking like and yeah. I didn't look it up. I just was like uh, and I just picked an answer and I can't even remember what answer I said. at the time. <laughs> like I just picked an answer like, yes, which I don't even know. Like, and, well, and, I but because I, I didn't know what it was, I didn't want to take the time to look and felt kind of dumb that I didn't yeah. understand the question. Well, mm. and a good rule of thumb is to diversify. So mm-hmm. uh, unless there's a strong reason why you need to take all your tax deductions today, uh, diversify. Maybe mm-hmm. do half and half. Maybe do half pre-tax. Go up to your match. Maybe do half right. after tax. But remember, your match is also pre-tax. Right. So again, it's and part your of match the diversification. Will always go into your regular four hundred one k bucket. Okay. But and this is I've 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 uh, never seen it different in a plan. But you can double check with yours. But I've always seen that as long as you're contributing to your plan, it doesn't matter if you're putting. The other percentage into your Roth bucket or your regular bucket, they'll still give you the match. My ne- you can verify that. But so if you put all of your contributions into the Roth bucket, you should still get your match. So but my, they'll put it into your regular bucket. Be, one more question about the buckets, and then yeah. I'll, I'll 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 let us move on. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you have your regular bucket and yep. your Roth bucket, we talked that there is a a maximum that you can put into your Roth bucket. Is there a maximum I can put into my regular bucket? Yeah, but now we're talking about under the umbrella of a 401k. Okay, and that's a different contribution limit. Gotcha. And so those are what are they? A uh, nineteen and a half. Uh, nineteen five. Okay, you know nineteen thousand five hundred so for more. the year, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so you can put that, and then there's a catch up contribution if you're fifty or older into those as well. And so, um, you you can put that into your four hundred one k, either okay. your Roth or your regular one, but mm-hmm. that's the limit with them combined, right? Um, but that does not impact what you can put into a Roth outside of your four hundred one k. Right. So you can still. So if you're putting a Roth, let's say you want to put six percent up to your match, right? Mm-hmm. You put your 6% in your Roth bucket inside your 401k, and then they match 6% in your pre-tax, right? Because it's pre-tax usually. Then you also, outside of your 401k, have the ability to put 6,000, if you're under 50, in a separate Roth. And you have no limitations to the Roth in your 401k, but you can also do a Roth as long as you qualify income-wise. Uh, you're under a certain amount of income. There's guidelines for that. Or okay. if you're 50 and older, you can put 7000 in a Roth outside of your 401k. Right. Gotcha. And then, so I just want to kind of piggyback on what you said there with the income limits, because I think some people don't realize that there are ways to still contribute to a Roth, even if you're over that income limit, which it's great if you are, right? Mm-hmm. It's great if you're doing well and you've worked right. hard and you have a good income. Um, but there, it's called a backdoor Roth, and that's a strategy that we help people with when they ha- when their income is... On above the limit, mm-hmm. we can still get money into a Roth. There's just a few more steps to do it, but it's still possible. And that is our goal for all of our my talkers out there. How can we get you above the limit? I'm all like hashtag affirmations. <laughs> so, <laughs> you need to see it and visualize That's that. Right. right. I see goal. that for producer Sonny. Like I see that. Get there, Sonny. I see it's like you need to get there. I'm 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 giving that to you. As a vision, it's <laughs> producers We're setting your goals and for, for myself, you, yeah, and for myself. So I, I appreciate you guys uh, explaining that a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. So okay, back to uh, our Roth. So okay, so let's see, we got back to 
that backdoor Roth. Yep. Now, one of the things we had on the sheet was you have to have earned an income. Well, you have to, the money that you contribute to a Roth has to be, you have to have that much earned income at least. So if you're retired and you're not working and you don't have any earned income, you can't can't contribute to a Roth then. Okay. So you have to have earned income. And so like I have, if I have, I have some clients that are uh, on disability. They don't mm-hmm. have earned income. They can't contribute to a Roth. Okay. But right. if you have IRA money out there, you can convert money to a Roth. Okay. And, so, and it's important to look at all your income tax brackets as well for the conversion. And if you, if there is a disability or whatever, that's important to understand too, because we, we look at all that. You have to understand, are you paying for health insurance? So do you have to stay under a certain limit? Yep. Okay, are yep. you, what about your taxes? Uh, there's a lot of variables there, Medicare, uh, social security taxable or not tax. So you've got to look at all that. It's important. We work with tax people, you know, the tax mm-hmm. Professionals, we have some ourselves, but we also work with people's uh, tax professionals just to make sure we're staying within the limits that we need to right. stay with. You don't want to. You don't want to all of a sudden get yourself in a sticky situation that you know impacts all the other things you had going on that were working well. Gotcha. Because right. it can so, be like a domino effect. Sometimes is what you're implying, right. or you could be yeah. You're okay. gonna maybe not have your health insurance anymore because you or did this could, conversion. The cost could go way <laughs> right. up, right? Okay. If your income went way up for the year because you did a conversion, right? So there are different things. It's just to be aware of, right? It's right. just to know and we typically know what questions to ask and again, working with different tax people and so forth to figure out those answers with people who who, uh, you know, just to make sure, just to make right. sure that there's no surprises at the end of the day. But a lot of people don't realize, too, you could be in your 60s, maybe working part-time, maybe full-time, and, or even in your 70s. And as long as you're working, you can still contribute to a Roth. Okay. It's never too late to do that as long as you're working and you have earned income of some kind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we always, uh, I, I think some people, because, again, it was only 20-some years ago that the Roth was available yep. so some people end up not even investing because maybe they didn't know uh or that you know there was just that unknown there and mm-hmm. that's okay but we can still help people to uh possibly look at that right and okay make and it then happen. on the flip side what if you have someone younger in your life whether it's one of your children or a grandchild or a niece or nephew or someone and they maybe they're a teenager and maybe they have a job. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to throw this out here, too, as an idea, because there's sometimes parents will match their kids. Uh-huh. Right. They could match mm-hmm. their Roth contributions. But we just as a quick calculation here. So if you had a 15 year old start saving one hundred dollars a month. Yes. And they did that till they were sixty five. And and they had an average of a 10 percent growth because that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good yeah. long time. They would have about one point seven million at wow. sixty five, just oh. in a Roth. The nice time. It's called time value of money. Right. It it's the importance of the commitment. So again, sometimes just by sitting down with people, showing them their numbers, all of a sudden, even these young kids, they can become committed mm-hmm. uh, just because they know now what they're reaching out for. A lot of times, we'll say to them, "Well, why don't you start saving?" They'll say, "Well, why should I save?" Right. right. They don't know. They don't know what the outcome could be. Well, how many of us need to see proof? Right. I yes. need to see it. Why do? Why should <laughs> right. I do Where's that? I the need money? to see it. <laughs> exactly. What good does this do me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I've had clients say, "Would you talk to my teenager?" Right. Would you have a conversation? With- how many of our kids are parent deaf? Yes. As I look at my mom. Right. <laughs> a 
oh, boy. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. It does happen. Yes. But especially at that age, right? Mm-hmm. Especially at that age. So is it helpful then to have someone else who they don't know kind of mm-hmm. go through and explain some of that stuff to them? I right. know we talk a lot about college, preparing yep. for college, right? Yes. What are we going to do for college? And there's a lot of good material on how to, how to be debt-free for college out there, which we always recommend. But why not? also teach the kids how to prepare for your future right how to save in that roth ira which is a tax-free vehicle at a young age right because it takes so much stress off if you are mentally prepared for these things and it doesn't seem like it's suddenly thrust upon you if you have that habit at that age you just won't ever miss it right Right. it's just it'll be so habitual you just won't miss it one of the things we were talking about in the break is i was talking about this article that i read on refinery 29 where there was they always have these stories about uh they what's it like to live on whatever salary and the one that came out last week was actually about a minneapolis resident and what she was going through and it was interesting um but one of the things that she said is she's constantly anxious when she looks at Mm -hmm. her accounts even Mm -hmm. though she's doing quote unquote well you know, you know, whatever well is, you know, she's right. like, but she's still really anxious or feels like she's not doing enough. So if you can arm your kids with the information so they don't have this, well, I can't sleep at night because I'm thinking I'm doing, I feel guilty constantly because I have to make up, you know, she's heard things like we've done on this show at this age, I should have X, you know, what, and she's though? not there yet. So she's yeah. panicky. But mm-hmm. you know what? That's where Shannon, when, what, what I found, and mm-hmm. I'm, you're probably, mom, you've probably found the same similar things. When we finish up with people and we've gone through everything and they see what their plan looks like and what they need to do, it it is a huge relief. Right. It's like they can let go of those anxieties because all those, am I doing enough, all those questions in the back of your head, you have answers to. And you know what you need to do or are you on track or if you're not how do you get on track you have all the answers in front of you and there's ways you can catch up as well absolutely and sometimes people just need to sit down with a mentor which is what we are coaches uh we you know we're financial advisors giving plans putting people uh helping them with their plans but sometimes they just need to it's like a counselor you need to talk Mm -hmm. through things do i have enough am i doing enough all these questions uh, people have, should I be investing in a Roth? Where should I invest? And there's ways to catch up, too. You know, some people may not have put as much away in the beginning part of their life. Uh, maybe situation that, that occurred. You know, there's all kinds of we life all events. We different paths. We do. We and and there's paths. no mm-hmm. perfect path. I always say there's no perfect path to financial independence. There's a lot of zigs and zags, but there's mm-hmm. ways uh, that people can catch up as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go into the break now, but what are we going to cover when we come back for our last part of the show? Well, we just have a few more Roth tidbits, of mm-hmm. course. Perfect. What else would we talk about the exactly, rest of the show? Exactly, everyone. You can, also, right? <laughs> you can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also, grab our app. Helping you out today, courtesy of some great advice from the friend, our friends at Clear Step Financial. Just trying to get you to the point that you can get jazzed about your finances instead of going, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a heavy topic. I don't mm-hmm. want to think about them. Yeah. You know? No, that's why we got to talk about the Roths. Right. We got to right. keep going. All about the Roths. <laughs> All about the Roths. So we wanted to go back. We had given some information about if you had mm-hmm. a young person, right? And so do yeah. you want to tidy up something about... A teenagers and Roths, and before well, we went to the rest, I mean, 
I think one of the biggest questions sometimes that people have is, well, what is a Roth? What does it mean? And is yes. that a specific investment? Does that mean you put right. it, Is that because sometimes I, people will say, well, is is the Roth risky? Is that risky? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Is it, am I going to lose all my money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. So and and that has the Roth the Roth name has nothing to do with how it's invested. Right. It just means that you're putting after tax dollars into a retirement type bucket. Mm-hmm for the purpose of planning to use it after 59 and a half. So depending on where you open the Roth? Well, depending really- yeah, depending on your situation, depending on your age and your time frame and, and your comfort level with investing and so forth, then we find something that will fit well with that, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't, if you're young, if you're 15 and you're starting a Roth, you probably want to be pretty aggressive, right? Right. And so then, like then, in you a mutual be, fund? Yeah, then you'll be well, in some more growth-oriented mm-hmm. things. If you're in your 60s mm-hmm. and you're not as aggressive and more conservative, then you can be in more conservative investments moderate, inside of your Roth. You know, right. Right. Your six, you know, we have to understand, too, and I know Cassandra and I work with this, but when you're in your 60s, you may live, you may be retired as long as you have worked. So you may be in your retirement for 30 plus years, or maybe you're working through your 70s and then, you know, you could live another 30 years. People right. are doing that. So mm-hmm. um, it's important that we understand. I always say, Cassandra and I do this, you know, don't get too conservative too fast right. in your investments because we've got to make sure that they're there for you. That's one of the big concerns people have a right. fear is that their money is not going to be there for right. them when they need it down the road. Yeah, so I was just having this conversation with some people yesterday is that we look, you know, you one calculation is getting to retirement, right? right. And then there's a whole nother set of calculations to, to stay retired and not right. run out of money and strategies, right? The mm-hmm. way you invest getting to retirement could be different than with, when you're within five or 10 years of retirement uh, we can still potentially get the same type of performance, but we just have to make sure we have risk protection in there uh, of those accounts. Because if you have a major drawdown, it may take years to gain back. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're pushing our retirement like people did in 08. They had to push their retirement. They they didn't retire the way they thought they could. And houses weren't. Uh, now, again, these are all we, uncertainties. We don't right. know what the future holds. Uh, but it's important to make sure that we plan for retirement, not just Right. Think okay, we're going to get there, and, and everything will be fine. Right. Everything will be fine <laughs> right. and dandy. Well, if you have a decade before you retire, right, you might think, well, I have ten years. Mm-hmm. But I was again, I've been talking recently. I was talking to a couple, and I said, you don't know what decade we're going into, though, right? right? Are we going into a decade like we did two thousand to two thousand ten, mm-hmm. which we call that the lost decade, right, right. where no one really made money. Or are we going into a decade like 2010 to 2020 where the markets did do very well? We don't know what kind of decade we're going into. So that's why if you can have some planning in place and then some preventative measures and things to prevent those huge drawdowns like she was just talking about. Right. That's and and the Roth is all part of that because we're, you know, the whole picture of your finances is important Mm -hmm. and the Roth is part of that. Right. Right. So that's why we look at uh, different aspects and different investments for the Roth because you can pick and choose the type of investment you want. Um, But we also look at rollovers as well. So 
you know, there's a lot of people out there that have Roths or IRAs that you're, you want to maybe review and look, is this the best place to put this type of asset right now? This might be a good time. We're in the beginning of the year. It's the first quarter and it's a great time to review your accounts, your IRAs, maybe old 401ks mm-hmm. that are out there that need uh, maybe just to look at, is this the most efficient way? Right. Because there's investment strategies out there. There's a lot of, accounts where people put and they just let it ride right now that can be good in certain market conditions not good in others but there's also ways that we work with where you have efficient ways of investing where sectors are picked up or trends are watched Mm -hmm. and so it's potentially a more efficient way where you could potentially the outcome would be where you can possibly increase performance but also maximize minimize that risk right maximize i mean how many of us want to maximize our efforts right and maximize what we have so right. I think that at the end of the day, you people want to gain as much as they can, lose as little as possible. And I think most of us are in that boat. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, well, there's you some young that. people even in that boat. Exactly. They don't want to lose 30% in their no. accounts. Well, of course not. What's interesting, yeah, you had a millennial uh, article, but also what's interesting is uh, the millennial population, they're bigger than the baby boomers. And I think mm-hmm. we don't talk about that very much either, but but this millennial It was a year group, or two ago that they were even, right? right. Millennials were even with the baby boomers well, age we keep, wise. We yes. keep getting rid of I baby mean, boomers. Numbers. Of course they're gonna eventually <laughs> well, well, <laughs> the universe gets rid of baby boomers. Oh, it's not like we're pushing them off a cliff. They are they are expiring yeah. on their own with no help of us. It's not like us Gen Xers are like move. I tease so, her. No, I kind of tease her. But yeah. I think that that's fair. And I think one of the answer and one of the questions that I have then is you said maximizing what you have. Yep. So what do you say to are potential investors out there that go, well, I don't have X a dollar amount, so I just won't do anything. Like, how well, do you just start? Some, some people say that, but some people actually, you know, they always doubt themselves. Right. I don't know if I haven't. I don't know if I'm doing enough. I don't know. Uh, am I? Am I? Am I going to be okay? Am right. I? So, some. It's just important to work with a financial advisor that knows how to help you with your financial plan because there's a lot of doubts and mm-hmm. questions people have. And uh, that's just part of sitting down and looking at the numbers. A lot of times people do better than what they think. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think more often than not, I mean, most of the time I would even say people walk, walk out of the consultations feeling better about where they're at or where they can get to right. than what they thought. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we we build up this huge, awful scenario in our own mind right. of where we're at or what we're not doing. And we... And we live that and we hold on to it and we kind of harbor it. But when you can actually see the truth of your situation, just on a pure numbers basis, a lot of times, again, I think people are better off uh, than what they maybe thought they were. And there's a lot of times we can work with what you have. So right. uh, it's amazing. Again, look at your total picture. Look at your numbers. Look at how many years. Some people are surprised that they might be able to retire sooner right. than where really were, were what they thought they had to wait until this age because of this. Mm-hmm. Like some people feel they have to wait to full benefit age of Social Security. When in reality, if you put a goal in place and some commitments and discipline of saving, that, you know, those are the keys to uh, being financially secure. Uh, there's a chance that you may be able to reach your goals sooner than you think. And sometimes the Roth is part of that. And right. sometimes. <laughs> Just to full circle, mm-hmm. full circle back to the Roth. Right. So and we do have some yeah. fun webinars that are coming up we as do. well. We want to we, remind everybody we do. about. We, we have a Medicare one coming up on March 30th. You can go to clearstepfinancial.com to our events. 
if you're at a point where you just want someone to talk to and sit down with and you want to meet with one of us, let us know because we have a, a contact us or ask us a question. Just or say, call. Or, or call. call. Yes. Who, whatever your comfort level is, <laughs> call or go. But then we also have a, a financial basics class that we wanted to well, mention quick on, on April 20th. Sonny, this was partly inspired by you. know, by the, you. the financial <laughs> basics is at 630 on April 20th. And that's so we have Medicare coming up on Sonny, March, mark that down. Yeah, March 30th. <laughs> and then we have the financial. The financial basics is going to be I'm excited about it because it's for everyone. Right. And it's for Sonny. It's for you and your, <laughs> your fiance. Mm-hmm. But it's for people that are close to retirement too and just don't have a clue really what's you know what are all the concepts of money and finance well you can get that information and more by going to their website clearstepfinancial.com or call 651-600-0855 thank you cassandra thank Thank you carly we'll see you guys again next week hi i'm jean chatsky and i'm the co-host of the podcast everyday wealth presented by edelman financial engines on each episode we talk with experienced wealth planners from edelman financial engines to explore what wealth really means you can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Visit everydaywealth.com to learn more. Ms. Chotsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners.